from 1924 when he threw rocks around Ape Canyon. Down into the modern age, he's been a boon companion. Though many folks have seen him know, now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum. If you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint, Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and with me as always are Blake. Hi, Don. Hi, Blake. And Ryan. Party on, Don. Party on, Ryan. So Party on, Blake. We, 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 Wait, is, that I, is that what we agreed I say now? <laughs> yeah, where's, where's the, the beef? beef? Yeah. <clears throat> I just remembered that. It's a so. little too late. You can save it for next week. <laughs> okay, so we do have a sponsor this week. Uh, this week, the Hidden Zoo is brought to you by the NRA in the early 70s. Guns are dangerous, and the NRA in the early 70s is here to make sure that they are used properly. We provide classes in gun safety, and we lobby the government for basic gun control legis... What? Take hey, no, 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 you can't, no, you can't just, no, no! Oh, wait, we're doing a bit? The NRA in the late 70s. Fuck your children! scared me for a minute, Tom. I didn't know we were doing a bit. Well, I, I, I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to yet. surprise you with, with my NRA bit. You know what would prevent your dog from killing you, Don? Uh, uh, if I had a good guy with a dog? A gun. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or a good guy with a dog. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have a concealed carry permit for a this dog, dog. Don. Did, did you guys see the news report about the uh, I open I open carry my dog <laughs> the <laughs> the teacher from Parkland High School or from that high school in Parkland yeah who who uh, left his loaded gun in a public restroom yeah because that's what you do and it, it was then found and shot randomly by a drunk hobo cool he needs to get on board with pistol lanyards yeah. That's uh, the they used to dummy you dummy cord it to yourself so you can't <laughs> drop it. Makes sense to me. I mean, generally that was for running around in a trench, but mm-hmm. you know, I assume it works for dipshits too. Yeah, I guess like the only thing that stops a drunk hobo with a gun is a dipshit without a gun. Yeah, this is about cryptids, right? Yeah, why? It is. Today. Why do you have to take your gun into the bathroom? Though? I don't know. Oh, oh, I forgot. Remember, I was telling you about. The uh, that cave show where they look for made up shit in caves. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan Blake was uh, telling what me was about. What's that called again? Uh, I don't remember, but it sounded real stupid. Oh, guess what was right after it? Uh, killing Bigfoot. Killing Bigfoot. Killing Bigfoot. Yeah, where it's that same guy who looks <laughs> kind of like a Steve has a, kind of a Steven Seagal face and <laughs> that kind of like I'm into guns, but I'm also doughy. <laughs> You know the the sort of fat the fat tactical guy. Yeah, I call it fatical. <laughs> the fat fatical. He's he's painted as fat black. Where you're just poured into a into a vest with lots of pockets. Uh huh. Get attached to it, and you have some kind of stupid facial hair, and also you're trying to kill Bigfoot. There's those. Well, they have one like really skinny hillbilly guy, but the rest of them are that sort of model, and they're gonna kill Bigfoot. That's how they're gonna prove that he's real is we're by gonna, shooting him. We're gonna get him. With 
And you can't just shoot him with a regular rifle. You got to have a bunch of shit stuck to it. Oh, yeah. Because they are tactical as fuck to get Bigfoot. You got to have a Bigfoot shooting rifle. I don't know why, but I just get, I'm immediately irritated when I see a dude wearing mossy oak and also has a rifle covered in gadgets. <laughs> like, pick an aesthetic, buddy. Like, you can't dress like a hillbilly and cool and carry, like, a tactical rifle. Figure it out. I think, I think he can do whatever he wants. America's a free country. Don't you take That's away right. his freedom of gun speech? Like, you should have a side-by-side, you know, 12-gauge that's wrapped in camo duct tape. Fella. <laughs> I got freedom of gun religion. You can't take that away from me. That's, that's it's true. Really, it's it in the First and a Half Amendment. That one was slightly more watchable than where they're just in a cave looking for a thing they made up five minutes. Or the, the thing that they were looking for in the cave show was something that I, I determined came from Creepypasta. <laughs> Seriously? So they were looking oh. for, yeah, the cryptid version of Slender Man is what they were looking for. Something called The Rake. <laughs> the Rake. The, the Rake? And I desperately, like, if I worked on that show, God forbid I had to work on a, a cryptid show where these dickheads stumble around in a cave <laughs> and tr- would turn the lights off and attract it with our fear. <laughs> and then uh, beat a act during a literal rake to lean up against the wall. I go, ah, there oh, shit! <laughs> and somebody steps in it like, uh, like Sideshow Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And they could say, see, I told you we didn't need a prop guy. He's just kind of an asshole. <laughs> they know this is the best part of the show. When you step in a fucking rake, you asshat. That one, that one has the perfect example of the, the Steven Seagal, like, tactical fat guy I'm talking about. So tactical. Yeah, the factical. It, it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Like, I thought of it in my head first, <laughs> but then I said it out loud, and it didn't sound as cool as I thought it was going to. But, you know, factical. And he's got just sort of a, just a mashed potato face with a Steven Seagal mustache. And they're like, they call him Beast or something stupid. And they're like, all right, Beast, you can't bring a gun in the cave because lots of reasons. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, all right, I think I'll be okay, though. And then, like, gets all, like, in a tough pose. (laughs) <laughs> what do you get? What do you, you're just gonna get stuck in something. It's so, so this is like it's like the ghost adventures of cryptid shows, exactly. Where they just have like yeah. one douchebag who's always ready to fight whatever they, they find. Stumble around in the dark with the shitty green night vision. <clears throat> oh shit! And their thermal cameras and all the nonsense. It's yeah, I don't remember what it was called. Showing the heat oh. signature of the rake leaning against the cave wall. They're like, oh, somebody disappeared a couple weeks ago. Must be. So the they, I'm guessing they never found the rake. Yeah, spoiler alert. They don't Did they find a hoe? <laughs> <laughs> Only after the cameras were rolling. See, that's why I needed to be on that set so I could be like, I found you a hoe. <laughs> don't have a rake. <laughs> Hi boys, you want me to go in the cave? <laughs> Five hundred dollars for a cave party. Cause that's what you want is cave hoes. Cave hoes. <laughs> cave sex workers. That sounds like a thing yeah. that Stefan would have on his <laughs> list of things at the club. It has everything. <laughs> a rake. You can cave, cave hose. Cave hoes. Rakes. Fat guys looking for Bigfoot. Factical. Factical fat guys <laughs> looking for Bigfoot. He just looks like a mossy oak sausage. <laughs> All right. Let's, 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 let's get going. Oh, yeah. How many minutes in, and we'll get to our... Yeah, this has been a pretty solid intro, though. 
Yeah, this is it's your it's your day, right? Doug? Yeah, it is. So this one, this one's uh, just for you, Blake. I did this all for you. Perfect. This week, I'm going to cover Mothman. Ah, <laughs> Speaking of bullshit, in caves. <laughs> I don't know. Was he ever in a cave? Uh, um, maybe he's been a lot of weird places. You'll find. Right. <clears throat> so, okay. Uh, in the late '60s, here's the story of of Mothman. In the late '60s, some people saw a weird thing, and then a bridge collapsed, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good summary. Like that's the whole story. <laughs> but I mean, like, I suppose if we want to do more than twelve minutes of show, um, I can try to dig a little deeper. Details, please. So, what did they okay, see? So, which point, point Pleasant, West Virginia. The first sighting of the Mothman, uh, or well, the first sighting of a thing that later became rolled into the story of the Mothman was November twelfth, nineteen sixty-six, and the first people who claimed to see Mothman were some dudes who were digging a grave, because why not? Digging a grave? Digging a grave? Yeah, they were out digging a grave, and they saw just, a big flying thing that they swore wasn't no bird. A grave for what, just in case? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what they were digging the grave for. I was assuming it was a, a human grave. But, you know. Maybe that was their job. Maybe they were grave diggers. Hey, Andy, what are we digging this hole for? Well, you'll find out when it's done, Jim. Yeah. He didn't answer me, and then we saw Mothman. (laughs) (laughs) Mothman saved my life. That sounds like, yeah, Mothman was a divine intervention Mm -hmm. for some West Virginia pillbillies. I guess they didn't have pillbillies back then. Of course. uh, Well, they had hillbillies, but. Yeah, the modern. The pillbillies. I don't know. Pillbilly. They had some. Pillbilly, but you sell pills. And take pills. All right, and so the moth toilets, you know, you and, know. Yeah. So how come they're not seeing more Mothmen now that they're all on pills? I don't know. I'm betting that the reason they're not seeing him is because he's cyclical in nature. Probably like a lot of moths. Like a 17-year cycle. Yeah, like Every a so many years you yeah. see Mothman and then a bridge collapses. Yep. Didn't just, we determine that the cryptids have like a 17-year yeah, cycle? The Frogman was a 17-year yeah. cycle too. So, so okay. Next up. Uh, three days later, on the 15th of November, this is the most famous sighting. It was a couple of mar- two married couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallet, or Mallette. I don't know, one of the two. They were driving along when they saw, and this is, this is how the actual 1966 newspaper headline put it. This is from the, from the paper uh, headline. A man-sized bird creature something. Man-sized bird creature something? But there were ellipses, like bird dot dot dot, creature dot oh. dot dot, something. So a bird, a bird person. A bird gotcha. creature something. It's 50% bird, 50% creature, 50%, <laughs> 50% man. 50% something. <laughs> so so here's, a, here's a, a snippet of the article uh, that I found. It was the, the first place this was reported. <clears throat> Please tell me that this is, this is on Microfish. No, it's somebody who just copied the text and oh. pasted it to a website. <laughs> microfiche. Yeah, I have done microfiche. It makes you feel really cool it. to research with microfiche, but uh, this was Then you get all all motion sick uh-huh. after for an hour. Yep. I feel like I'm in like a 1980s police <laughs> investigatory yeah. movie. And the black Something. guy behind you making the sound effects. <laughs> it's the police. I got the bleeps. 
Something right. I've always wanted, I want to make, and it hasn't come up yet, is I want to make a the conspiracy wall. <laughs> that would be all awesome. the crazy shit with straying, and I want to do that so bad. Mm-hmm. You know the the meme, the meme with Charlie from Always Sunny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should just make one, like just make one in your apartment. And I keep seeing them; they keep showing up in shows. And it's when? When will it be my turn <laughs> to get to make a crazy wall? Yeah, I would. I love to make one in my apartment so just that then it. when the search warrant happens, that'll just make me look even better. <laughs> He has 73 guns and a conspiracy board, 14 spiders, 36 turtles, 98 snakes. Let's, we don't need to bring numbers into this. <laughs> okay, so anyway, from the paper. It was like a man with wings, Mallet said. It wasn't like anything you'd see on TV or in a monster movie. So, I Well, that's guess. not very frightening. No. Yeah, I'm pretty Some sure I've seen well, monster the 60s, movies. Their, yeah. their threshold for monster movie was pretty low. I don't That's know, true. but like the 50s and 60s were the golden age of the shitty B horror movie. You know, like them, like Dracula on Mars hey, or whatever. Now. Yeah, them is a fucking awesome movie. <laughs> them is actually a, a, a great really movie. fucking. Is that the giant movie. ants? Giant ants. Yeah. Well, when it's re- when it was released, all the posters just said them. Them. And nobody and knew what they were getting into. All the trailers was just ah, it's them. And you, they never say what it is, and then you go see the movie, and then out of nowhere, giant ants. <laughs> nice. I mean, there are clues, you know, if you know stuff about ants, you might suspect giant ants, but... But it'd be like a movie that's from 1958 called, like, It Came From Beyond, but it's just like an iguana. <laughs> the movie That. <laughs> It's that instead of them. It's a it's a it's a roly poly, just a regular size roly poly. There was roll. only one, so it had yeah. to be singular. Yeah, that. Oh look, I that poked a, it and rolled up. That was a great up. movie, though. I, I, that's a favorite of mine. It's the best of the 1950s giant insect movies. Okay, so back to the article. The creature was seen standing on three occasions and was described as being extremely fast. It flew about 100 miles an hour in flight. But, I wonder how they calculated yeah. that. But it was a clumsy runner. I don't know. Like clumsy runner. Yeah. So you know, like a <laughs> like a bird, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's apparently afraid of light. Mallet reasoned, and maybe it thought it was scaring us off. The young men said they saw the creature's eyes, which glowed red, but only when their lights shined on it. Oh, so eye shine. Yeah. So interesting. That's the opposite of glowing. Like Jawas have glowing eyes. Yeah. That has reflecting eyes. So um, it seemed to want to get away from the lights. They said it looked like a man with wings, but the head was not an outstanding characteristic, whatever that means. So I the guess the head was not outstanding. Yeah, it was. It was really. It, it, had, had, a, it had a very unoutstanding. Yeah, it, I really. I give its head like six out of ten <laughs> tops. Yeah. It just wasn't that cool. And I subtract points for it stealing our droids. <laughs> okay, so this is the best part. This happened in a place outside of Point Pleasant that is known as the TNT area. Ooh, and what does TNT stand for? Uh, trinitrotoluene? Oh, actual Be- dynamite? It's because it's because it was... Billy, so, so, no, no, this was a past... Uh, it was a munitions depot or storage area from uh, from wartime that had been decommissioned by the 60s. But apparently there's still explosives stored there. And, and okay. 
you can totally go hunting and fishing and camping in the TNT area today where there's okay. still stored explosives. Sweet. So, yeah, uh, when we go to Point Pleasant to see the sweet-ass Mothman statue, I know where we're staying. Yeah. Right above all the old explosives. Yep, and then we're going to dig us a grave. And by grave, I mean just a hole to look for uh, explosives. explosives. <laughs> Unexploded ordnance. So, over the next week or so, uh, there were like... like a great trip. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm down for this. So, over the next week or so, like uh, a handful more people reported seeing something weird. But for the most part, they most of them just put it down to being a large bird with red eyes. The sheriff saw it and said he thought it was a large heron. Uh, and he referred to it as a shite poke. A shite poke? A shite poke? <laughs> What? Which sounds like he just made up a swear word that like he made up a a, a a slur for gay people. It's like, oh yeah, it's just one of them big old shot poke birds. I'm sick of them shot pokes. But I looked it up. It's actually like a legit term for a certain certain types of herons. Oh, uh, so either the guy's a bird nerd or just has really weird backwoods names for things. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shot poke. So one witness said that its eyes reflected his flashlight, much like the you know the the two couples in their car. Um, right. Which isn't surprising because of, like Blake said, eye shine. The technical term for that is the tapetum lucidum. Uh, oh. And, like, you take a picture of fucking cows, they're going to look creepy. Like, they're going to have demon eyes. Cause cows are just creepy. Cats. Yeah, cats, like, are the best known. But most uh, mammals have, have, have the, the membrane on the back of their eyes that reflects light back through. So they get – basically, they can see it through their lens twice, and that's how it helps their night vision. So um, now Jack Nickel, who is a noted uh, investigatory skeptic, believes that it was a large owl, which, like, then it would definitely make sense because owls are nocturnal and they have, like, really crazy eye shine. Um, but that's getting a little ahead of ourselves because he figured that out, like, in the 90s. So back to the 60s. Now, right. there are claims. <laughs> like when, when they didn't know about owls yet. Yeah, when they didn't know that what <laughs> owls were. It was a shite poke. What about an owl? A what now? <laughs> a what? No, those are fictional. Don't bring that Winnie the Pooh shit into my real world. So, uh, now, there are claims that there were sightings for an entire year after that. But as far as I can tell, every single one of these claims, because I, like, this, this is... Uh, Looking through the cryptid wiki and then looking through the, the Mothman wiki, which actually cites its sources, which I'll, really, I'll, I'll the, put a link in the, the show scholarly, notes. The scholarly yeah. sources for like ninety percent of the sources are the Mothman prophecies, which <laughs> was a book written in seventy five by a dude named John Keel, who was uh, he was a UF, okay U, UFOologist. How do you guys? How have you guys always said that? Ufologist? I've always said ufologist. ufologist. Yeah, I've always said ufologist, too, but I've also heard ufologist. So, whatever. Either one works. It's, it's a stupid word anyway. It's, it is it's a very not, stupid word for a very a stupid thing. thing. Yeah. So, uh, he was a ufologist, ufologist during the 60s Uf, UFO flaps, and he, like, jumped on uh, on Mothman big time. Uh, and he wrote a book in, the, in, like, 1970 where he... I couldn't tell if he just if, uh, popularized the term or if he invented it, but we have him to thank for the cultural prevalence of the men in black. And, oh, yeah. Well, like, thank you, that, sir. Yeah, that yeah. was him. I like that that trope. 
And uh, so unsurprisingly, the Mothman prophecies claims that many people over the next 12 months around Point Pleasant were visited by the men in black after seeing Mothman. Uh, but there, none of these sightings appear to be attested in the contemporary media. Not, nothing I could find whatsoever. Now, interesting thing about Keel, though, he was unorthodox. Uh, he didn't actually believe that UFOs were extraterrestrial. He thought that UFOs and the beings that piloted them, including Mothman, were spiritual, supernatural beings who could take on whatever form they chose. Well, that just makes more sense. Of course. He's not one of these square, rank-and-file ufologists who no. just go with the flow. He's a maverick ufologist. He's a, ma- <laughs> He's a revolutionary, outside-of-the-box <laughs> ufologist. So, so then, uh, about a year after all this happened, the bridge collapsed. And it collapsed because a single part of it cracked, which led to internal corrosion, and eventually that part failed. The entire bridge went with it. This was confirmed by subsequent analysis of the wreckage. 46 people died. Now, John Keel, always sensitive to the plight of people dying in in terrible tragedies, uh, he knew who was really behind it. It was, of course, who do you think it was, guys? So Mothman got his civil engineering degree from a diploma mill? He did. Uh, and then he helped. really didn't know anything about statics yep. or loads or anything. Yeah, and like decades before, bridge. he helped design a shitty bridge, and and that and then it broke. So, no, like, can you guys hear me? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. For some reason, <clears throat> audio was coming out of my computer instead of my headphones for a second. Okay. Are we still recording? Yay, we're still recording. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like he he basically the bridge happened and then because some people saw something weird a year before that most of them thought it was a big weird bird uh obviously john keel knew that both of them must be connected i mean it makes sense to me right i, I don't know about you i don't know a ton about causality but i know a lot about correlation yeah and they those correlations are are pretty damn close so uh then uh they made a bad richard geared movie based on the book I never brought myself to the trailer was tedious enough. Yeah. It, I, um, I never seen it either. I just assumed it was bad because it was with Richard Gere about Mothman. I just watched a Richard Gere movie this morning. Well, I didn't really watch it. It was on <laughs> and I was doing things, what? but the Jackal with Bruce Willis and Richard Gere. Well, that sounds like a classic. It's Richard Gere doing an amazing Irish accent. Oh, I bet. And, and the whole oh. time I was just thinking, so they couldn't get Liam Neeson. And then I looked it up, and sure enough, Liam Neeson declined. That. <laughs> so thought, wow, this one's slightly better with Liam Neeson. And then, let's get the sure next enough, best thing. Like, can we just have Richard Gere do a bad accent? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to put a link to the picture in, in the show notes. Um, oh, there we go. This is a picture that proves Mothman was involved with September 11th. <laughs> How how are we getting it? It's on the. the I just sent it on on the uh, the uh, Google, the Google chat. window yeah, thing. So, but do do the windows in your little video thing. I don't see it. Well, I don't know. It should. It's there. Wait, wait, wait! It. it clicks show messages. Bottom this is riveting. Corner. While we discuss yeah. our. This is a great. This is just. <laughs> What if I just Google Mothman 911? What if I uh, what I'll if I send that. it to you on the Facebook chat? Would that help? Mothman sure. 911. Let's see if there's a photo. <clears throat> this one's on the Cryptid Wiki page. 
Flying Alien September 11th. Oh, yeah, there it is. I'm sold. You see it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Totally. Very real. Couldn't be a piece of debris or anything at all. No, no. So, so this just proves that that Mothman is still around. He's still a portent, portent of doom, obviously. Uh, and this, I'm going to send you another link. Here's a picture that was taken in 2016. It was actually a video, but the the picture is the first frame in the video before you hit play. Um, <laughs> oh, this is a treat. Yeah, you see that? So either that's a bird of prey carrying a snake in its talons, or Mothman, like, really needs to have his legs looked at. Oh, oh yeah, here's one of a bird and a snake. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of... this one's really dumb. Yeah. (laughs) So now, like, this, this, of course, this follows the pattern of American, like, homebrew, homebrew cryptids that we've talked about before, where it has, he's been, like monetized and and uh point pleasant has basically hinged its entire identity on mothman built an entire tourism industry like i i already mentioned the badass mothman statue just looks super cool pretty pretty good but there's also an annual mothman festival that we need to go to sometime it's every year in september they have different speakers and they have events and roundtable discussions and they invite you to cosplay as mothman i was gonna say do we have a mothman cosplay idea uh men in black we go in group so one uh one mothman two men in black yeah or like, like one that. one person sixties sixties men in black though keep it cool and classy none of this Will Smith nonsense Mm-mm. no we have to we have to be very collected none of this late nineties jive yeah although that mo- I did watch the movie as you recommended mm-hmm. and it does hold up oh it's great it's, it's fantastic yeah so uh, oh there's a Mothman museum too it's open seven days a week this one reminds me of spring is it Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, a little bit. The one, in, the one in the UK. Yeah, except no one ever wrote a sweet dime novel about Mothman. Although I'm sure there's somebody writing like oh. Mothman erotic fan fiction. Guaranteed, somewhere. there's some pretty bitch in Mothman. Erotic yeah. Is that Rule Twenty Seven? Uh, yes, or Forty Seven, something like that. Uh, whatever. We all know what, what that yeah, is. Yeah, we know what you're talking about. I mean, so, if there's sexy dinosaur novels, there mm-hmm. are sexy Mothman. Sexy novels. Bigfoot novels. Sexy so, like, well, is there only one Mothman or is there Mothmen? Uh, I don't know because I haven't read the Mothman prophecies, but it seems like they, they, it seems to be that there's a Mothman. There is a Mothman, so you can't have like, you can't have like really good Mothman fanfic. Yeah, well, you can't have Mothman on Mothman action. That's what that's what I was that's getting, what you were to. getting to. Yeah, yeah, but you can have like Mothman on hot lady action. Mothman on man. Oh yeah, that's pretty head. Man on Mothman action. Yeah, Mothman on Bigfoot action. Whatever. So, so uh, the that's like it. Like there's like okay. So that's that's the modern era, and basically, it's so it's like I said in 1966, some people saw something weird, and then a year later, a bridge collapsed. Sounds and, like somebody missed and, out going to Hogwarts. Yeah, like, but like, I, I the think ass owl came and <laughs> they, they missed their Hogwarts letter. Yeah, uh, I think the the more interesting story here, though, like for for a more serious podcast, is the story about a crazy dude who created a monster and then wrote a fucking book about it, and a town that decided to adopt that monster as the central part of its entire identity. Like, that's interesting. That Way more a, interesting than the stupid real. 
thing that then then a bridge collapsed. It's so just, why did the bridge collapse? I, it, oh, you said if something was yes, brittle or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was just stress over years, and it was a bad. It was poor design, and it was it was like a house of cards. This one piece went, and the rest of the bridge went with it. So because I don't know anything about engineering or statics. Yeah, I don't either. I just repeating what I read about how it collapsed. Okay. So I'll here's exactly this. I'll, I'll nod and go, mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Blake, uh, <laughs> forgot to mention this before mention this before we started, but Ryan and I were talking about how the Scotsman bit doesn't really add a whole lot because we tell a story and then we just tell it again with stupid accents. Uh-huh. So I think I'm going to alight it. I don't think we really need it. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to my real animal. Blake, you'll like this one. Uh, the Atlas Moth. The alarm is going off. Uh-oh. Ryan, your alarm's going off. Sorry about that. Time for your meds? Yep. <laughs> well, some of them. Try for another Coors Light. I got mine right here. It's the form of an amber-colored liquid. Oh. Ah. So it's one of the Wonder Twins? Used to be. <laughs> now it's in my belly. Yeah. So the Atlas Moth, Atticus Atlas, it's native to Southeast Asia. It's one of the biggest moths on the face of the planet. It can be larger than a human hand, which is pretty That's impressive. Big. Uh, Some hands are giant. larger than others. Yeah, I have enormous hands, so this is a big moth we're talking. About. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, well, we're talking like like corner to corner wingspan of like four and a half to five inches. So pretty it's pretty big moth, uh, and it doesn't fly very well, uh, which isn't a really a big deal for it because they're only in their um, their. Oh, I'm losing you. Got us. Yeah. Okay. They're only in their final phase. There's a name for that, Blake. What's the name of the final phase of an insect's metamorphosis? Imago? Yeah, the, it's, they're only in the Imago phase for a few days, and they spend that entire time trying to mate. Uh, they don't even have mouths. Only like, a few. Wow, they're huge, and yeah. they're only a few days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, huh. they they don't need mouths, so, like, they just lost them over time, like, you know, an eyeless cavefish. They subsist completely on fat that was stored during their larval stage, and if that doesn't get them long enough to mate, then, well, they're fucked. How long are they a larva for? Uh, I did not take that down. I can't tell you that off the top of my head. It's not in my notes. But it's a big-ass larva, too. They're gorgeous. Say, that'd be just a giant, tubby little caterpillar. Yeah, it would have to be. So, yeah, they are pretty damn cool. So, there it is. Mothman, one of the dumbest fucking cryptids on the face <laughs> this of the moth, planet. This moth is way cooler like than... A, that dumb cryptid. Yeah, because one, it exists, and two, uh, it never made any bridges collapse, and it didn't cause 9-11. That we know of. <laughs> True. We don't have any evidence that it didn't cause 9-11. I'm going to Google it's Atlas right. Moth 9-11. <laughs> the proof of the conspiracy is that there is no proof of the conspiracy, Don. <gasps> you, you got me there. There aren't yeah. about Atlas Moths and 9-11. There aren't any? Suppose I could start one. Well, yeah, that's your conspiracy board. Atlas moths can't melt. <laughs> figuring <jet> out, <laughs> figuring out how the Atlas moth is connected to the fall of the twin towers. Building seven. Yeah, building seven. Atlas moths. Chemtrails. <laughs> Chemtrails. Chemtrails. <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know. You guys got anything else? Uh, I just I'm wonder just... if Mothman like. <laughs> Does he have that powdery shit all over his wings like real moths do? He always always hits you in the face when you open when you're standing by a light. That's that's that, that I've been thinking that the whole time, and I just never 
had a time that it would be appropriate. To ask, it, it, so. it occurs to me that the that the people in the in '66, the the two couples in the car, said that he was afraid of the light, which is like the opposite of a moth. Yeah. So he couldn't have been Mothman. Yeah, he's like anti Mothman. It's like a stupid. It's a stupid. Maybe he was Bumblebee Man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was Bumblebee Man from The Simpsons, and they like hit him with a flashlight, and he goes, "I caramba." I miss ojos. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I think let's call it a week, you guys. Bumblebee tuna. Thanks, Ace. I like this. I'm still looking at this moth. <laughs> cool. So, um, without any further ado, thanks for listening. Uh, see you guys next week. Next time. Where's the beef? Hey. That's that's the wrong that's not you're not supposed to say that. Sorry. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Hidden Zoo. Be sure to, you know, like us and subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. Leave us a review if you really like us, because the more people that leave reviews and, you know, give us a couple of stars, the more people are going to listen to us, and maybe someday we can do this live for a bunch of people who think for some reason that we are funny. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook, The Hidden Zoo, and uh, if you have any questions or mean comments, you can email us at uh, The Hidden Zoo, or wait, no, it's HiddenZoo69 at gmail.com. See you next week.